0: What does it mean to connect to your future at Lake Michigan College? They connect you to your future passion. Explore paths to careers that will excite and motivate you. Visit lakemichigancollege.edu to find out how to connect to your future. In the newsroom, I'm Michael Arney. Here is your top story. Silver Beach will get a new playground. At Thursday's meeting of the Berrien County Board of Commissioners, Parks Director Jill Adams said she just got word the same morning that the county has been awarded an $850,000 state spark grant new playground equipment. That playground is 30 years old. It's held up fantastically. It's past its lifespan and we continue to put funding into it for improvements every year and replacement parts. Now we can look at here's some ideas as we are putting together the overall Silver Beach Master Plan, what we would like to see. In addition to the new equipment, adams a County is looking at safety surface ramps and some shade as new features to the playground. She's been talking with consultants about the options. The price quotes that we received for what we want to do is about a million dollars. So there will be some local match from the parks department. Silver Beach County Park had 728,000 visitors in 2021. Many of them were kids who used the playground. When the county applied for the grant last fall, Adams told us her goal is to maintain the equipment that people remember and love the most while bringing in more modern features. If all goes well, work could start this fall. Investigators are now calling the case of a missing mom of eight in Kalamazoo County, a homicide investigation. Kalamazoo County Sheriff Richard Fuller says Heather Kelly went missing December 10th. In the investigation, Heather Kelly's vehicle was found on East Michigan at Sprinkle Road in December of 2022. The vehicle was set on fire and evidence of blood was found inside the vehicle prior to our discovering the vehicle. He says her clothes were found nearby. He says a person of interest is in custody. He's not naming that person at this time. It is Kelly's boyfriend. He says another person or people may have helped him. Kelly's body has not been found. South Haven has reported that between 2,000 and 2,500 gallons of raw sewage has overflowed from a lift station just east of I-196 and south of Phoenix Street east of the South Branch Black River. South Haven Water Sewer and Street Superintendent Quentin Clark tells us he doesn't believe there are any immediate health hazards, but they're waiting on further guidance from the Cass Van Vuren Health Department and the state. It's bigger than the last few we've had, but it's not real substantial, and it was heavily diluted with water. I mean, it I've seen it in some pictures, and it was running clear, and raw sewage typically doesn't run clear. it usually got a gray color to it, but still wastewater in it. Clark says the spill is related to an influx of rainwater into the collection system. Anyone with additional questions can call the South Haven Department of Public Works at 269 637 0737. Bangor and Dwajak are among the municipalities to have reached a settlement with the U.S. Attorney's Office over violations of the American with Disabilities Act at their rail stations. U.S. Attorney's Office says under the agreements, the intercity rail stations in Bangor, Dwajak, Holland, Kalamazoo, and Albion will be made accessible to people with disabilities. Over the next three years, they each will modify portions of their rail stations and access points, including parking lots, waiting areas, restrooms, and platforms. Dwajak City Manager Kevin Anderson tells us they were required to do basic maintenance at the station that included adding a one more handicapped parking space, adjustments to the restroom faucets, the removal of a barrier in the restroom, and adding some signage. He says it's all minimal work, and the city is glad to make the station more accessible. The agreement goes back about a year. Anderson says the city only has minor work left to do. The federal government is making another pot of broadband expansion grants available to communities in the U.S., and Berrien County leaders are looking at how they can ensure some of the money comes to southwest Michigan. Berrien County Commissioner Terry Freeling says $250 million in Robin grants will soon be available. But applications being accepted now. And the way that the legislation is written, it is for the ISPs or the internet service providers to submit that application looking for community support. So, of course, that would be from the county. If we wish to draft a formal resolution reiterating our support of broadband for the whole county and connectivity, that would be something that will likely be coming to this board. She says the application window closes March 14th. County's Broadband Committee, BCBIT, has scheduled a special meeting for February 21st for people to hear directly from ISPs about their broadband plans in the area. He says they'll present maps of their proposal so BCBIT can bring a recommendation back to the full county commission. In the newsroom, I'm Michael Arning.